Hey everybody, my name is Ethix. My name is T. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Fearful, Fearful Thoughts. And welcome back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. And welcome our guest today. We have uh, Nick over here. Chilling. What's up, man? Uh, not a lot. So... Did you get roped into this at the last minute, or uh, uh, was there some planning going on? A very small amount of planning. Okay, because I was going to say, I got last minute notice. He's like, hey, we're bringing a guest. And I'm like, oh. We yeah, are? I knew uh, like <laughs> last night. Oh, oh, see, I didn't even know until today. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then he was like, you don't mind, do you? Of course, I don't mind. I never do. It's our podcast, not mine. Well, I know, but so. like... It's it's nice to add, to have somebody come in every once in a while and uh, different pace. Yeah, change things up a little bit. Uh, so, do you got some stories for us? Or are yeah. you just gonna be a? No, I have bystander? stories. Oh, you got some stories. Nice. Yeah. See, I don't buy. Just I don't. Uh, I don't buy. I, oh, you bought him? No, I wow. didn't buy him. Here we go. I'm too broke for that shit. But <laughs> I. <laughs> uh, so we no. got you here for that giving in- sexual favors. Is that what I'm hearing? Burlap yeah, he sack. He gave me the sexual favor. No, no, like, no, yeah, no. That's no. what I was alluding to. No, no, yeah. no. Just the tip. This is our secret. Damn it. And <laughs> which tip? I mean. Is it the Greasy Strangler tip or the Suns tip? Fuck that movie. <laughs> fuck that movie. He That's says all fuck that movie, but he's been quoting it all morning. Right? <laughs> I mean, it just sticks with you. It's such a shitty fucking movie. And it in but your it just, head. It just it sticks with you. Like, fucking the, the mental image of the Greasy Strangler alone. Like, carrot like, penis. Seriously? And the fact that somehow the grease is magical. Yeah. And all of a sudden they turn from rational people into th- these just like feral people feral grease covered people they can't even talk like they're and, uh, uh. no explanation yeah no none, explanation none. The, i found out that there's a couple short films prior to that one. Oh my goodness about so the grease I, yes i'm gonna about the greasy string art i gotta watch them because i gotta know if is there is, is that grease radioactive? Like, what the fuck? Okay, so there's short films that have, like, some kind of explanation? Or well, I'm hoping there's explanation. You, okay, you're hoping they I'm have hoping an explanation. That okay. I'm going to watch it just for that, to see if there's an explanation. They're shorts, so they're only half hour at the longest. There's, like, three of them. It's uh, 90 minutes gone to waste. I guess it's, uh, like, some sort of skit. Hmm. Or what? It started out as a skit. <laughs> Was my understanding from what I was looking at? I that movie just oh fuck, dude. Yeah. Um. (laughs) So um, do we have ourselves any uh, messages or anything? Uh, no, we don't have any messages, unfortunately. Nope, not a one. Wow. Uh, But we are getting new listeners in every episode and each day coming in. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's getting pretty amazing. So uh, we're going to say every episode. Um, If you guys want your idea featured on the next episode, make sure you go to the Anchor app and voice message us on there and just, just straight up be like, what's up? Hey, hey. Hey, you forgot this. You didn't put this in the episode. Or or I have an idea for a badass episode. I need to see. I need or to you hear guys you are guys fucking say idiots it. because the information's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Or or Google never lies. Yeah. <laughs> Google never lies. That's why you well, use we do. the Google. 
What? The Vagoogle. The Vagoogle. <laughs> oh, Never mind. It's yeah, but if reference. they don't send in a voice message, is the Greasy Strangler going to show up? Yes. Yes. You don't want to see that carrot dick. That <laughs> greasy carrot penis. And, and his son with the uh, greasy baby, baby carrot. carrot penis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> little, little baby carrot penis. <laughs> Definitely shows uh, when it comes to that section, the apple fell really far from the tree. Yeah, and I know <laughs> nothing about that. <laughs> no. Um... um. Oh man, that's great. Speaking of messaging, um, I didn't do it, uh, but I'm thinking about it on the Creeps and Peepers Facebook page yeah. that I follow as well. I saw that somebody was asking if there was a podcast where listeners could call in. You know, I think I saw that today, and I almost messaged on it or answered on it, saying that well, you know, you could, ours, yeah. but I, I didn't. Uh, I got sidetracked. I didn't even think about it. You bastards. <laughs> you fucking up. Well, no. well, You're on that page you too, were aren't you? sleeping, so... I am a hibernation bear. I'm not one of the sexual bears. I just like to hibernate for long winters. And yeah, after Netflix, like if, you consider, if you consider all year winter... Duh. duh. <laughs> My hibernation never sleeps. <laughs> it never rests until I do. You mean never wakes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm getting my. I'm getting my. My jibber jabber mixed up. Jibber jabber. Boom. But no, that'd be great. Um, I was wondering if if we were to do something like that, what number would we use? Well, I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> pointing at you. <laughs> well, no. The reason why I was thinking about it because um, you know most most. Most of the time, like on um, Scared to Death, it's an email form. People email them, and then they read it out, right? Yeah. Um, but we have the ability for people to voice message us on Anchor. Yeah, so, so, I'll, so that's I'll kind to, of the same thing. I'll have to show you. Um, I think I've shown him. But have you ever listened to The Secret Suck, the, the Patreon? I've heard of it. I have not listened before. to it yet. Yeah, so they have voice message on there. Okay. Th- these people were looking for a horror podcast. Yeah, so. I know. I, so, I, like I said, I saw that one, so... Um, um, but yeah, I, I just, just think, didn't even you know, think about if, it. If we should probably comment on that yeah, post we, and be like, hey, you know, kind of lesser quality. I think all... We're definitely not movie quality here, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> all three of us should message it and be all like, hey, 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 hey. Check this one out. Look, look at me. Look at me. I'm horror. Ooh, ooh, over here. Over here. Woo, woo, woo. Woody the Woodpecker. Yeah, I don't know if you can, but you can probably link your Facebook page in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I just I because it's a private Facebook page, I'm not sure how that um, works with that. They would probably have to approve it. Approve it. Yeah. But I don't know. I see people dropping links in there all the yeah, time. Yeah, with so it being in the comments, you might be able to do yeah. it. I'll do it. So, yeah, do it. Um people should definitely I, check us out and voice message us. I almost so. feel hesitant and stuff like that sometimes, though, because, like, I I, I don't want to take away from the original creator. Of, right. Like, of, you know, the, the, that's his group. Like, right, right. I almost yeah, no, feel like... I, I agree, I agree. Well, um, but if but they're asking... But it's just answering a question being asked. Yeah. It's yeah. not like out of nowhere, out of the blue, you're like, hey, come, come check us out. You're like, 
Oh, well, you asked in. this question. Well, here, here's one podcast. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that before on all of their pages where people are like, oh, does anyone have any podcasts that are similar to this? And yeah. I mean, I don't think they ha- ha- they would have any problem with that. Like, I, I don't think so. And, and I don't think they're losing viewers. I mean, I think it's more so, hey, I've caught, listened to all of their stuff. Now I'm I need more. I'm caught up and I'm waiting for new stuff and yeah. I'm like itching for more. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and I've heard them plug other podcasts yeah. on their show, too. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they're like, it's ours or nothing. <laughs> you know? Fair, fair enough. I'm not saying flood their... their page with stuff of our podcast but it just spam it, their page with it right just but it would every be a good, other thing a good, is gonna uh, be us. i think it'd be a good mention though if somebody's looking for something different and yeah i mean because definitely we, 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 we definitely fall in the realm of the weird with our podcast because uh oh yeah do we cover we're, everything we're, well we're not serious either like we're super retarded <laughs> in yeah, a good way, though. In a good way. Good, good, good is is one of us may have wrote the short bus a lot, Shh. and it's not me. Shh. <laughs> Do not agree with anything. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Jigsaw. <laughs> you little bastard. Anyway. Oh man. Speaking of, uh, you know, like. Uh, you know, dwindling and how, how many going. listeners do we have? Uh, we're, I believe, at 198 right now. Damn! From the last time I checked, Damn. it was so, like a 197 or 198. So, so we only need like 6,800 more before we can get a shutter. No, 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 no. Why don't you add another like zero? Oh, did they reply back to you? Yeah, they did. Um, I so. You haven't actually, you, uh, yeah, you haven't listened to the newest episode yet. No, but, not yet. So they did reply back, and uh, the email, the email stated that basically they're not going to, um, they're not going to give out a sponsorship unless we're getting like sixty thousand uh, listens or downloads per episode. Okay. So. You know, well, if 60,000 people want to come out of fucking nowhere, well, that seen, would be great. I've seen you look on Shudder, and you can see they actually have their own Shudder-produced podcasts. Yeah. So it makes sense why they would have higher standards, because they're like, well, if we have a need for a podcast, we'll just create one. Yeah. Not no, knowing that such a badass one exists already. No, I get that, but us. you know, the more chances of someone hearing... Yeah, about their product. That I, I think right, they're going to exactly. take a more consideration of, of like who's mm-hmm. got the more viewers. I, 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 I think their numbers are a little high, though. I mean, come on, sixty thousand per episode. Like, oh, what they're asking? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's, it's a little high. Um, it, it yeah, they, that's what they said. That's the example they gave me of somebody that had up to that, and they I, yeah. I could see where they would want more than two hundred listeners. I mean, I, I get that. <clears throat> yeah, but... But, I mean, uh, if you could show them, like, from beginning to now, like, how quickly it's escalated per episode, you can see a huge jump. I, I And I agree with that. I think it's, for what it is, I think it definitely has ju- jumped and escalated pretty fast. Yeah. For, like, on for my... For ri- just goofing around on your couch. Yeah. Like, like seriously, like from 
comparatively to my YouTube channel, which I uh, uh shameless my, plug, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I uh, no, I I I think I only had like fifty within like, and that took me. It took about, you a while. About a, of a couple months. Yeah. To get to like that, and yeah. and then it just started going up. But like us, it took two, three episodes. It's because you didn't have me on your YouTube channel. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. You, where the fuck were you then? You're on a couple of his videos, right? Aren't you? Nah, uh, one I think. Yeah, because I'm on one or two. I'm on like one, I think. What, uh, what video? The, Among uh, Us. Among Us. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, well, I'm sure he probably cut me or cut my audio out of it. You no, know? I know, I because because I kept saying Whitey's got to pay. Yeah, I didn't even cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I because I, I know he got pretty uh, defensive about that one, saying, "Oh, I can't have that." <laughs> well, you know, we YouTube. All like, Fuck you, Goatman. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, YouTube. YouTube's kind of like one of those. Uh, they're very sensitive. Yeah, I, I get that, especially since you know, kid, little kids get on there and. Well, so I, I think he that. has his channel set so that it's got an age restriction, don't you? Yeah, uh, basically anybody six, sixteen and up. I, yep, I have it set for that. You know how easy it is to lie and say. No, I yeah. get that. You can make an account <laughs> so and say that mean, you're fucking thirty. I, I, I mean, get you that. You can only I mean, do so much, anyways. That's, regardless, that's not what I did. Oh, not at all. God, never, I would never do that for your porn addiction. Um, I'm pretty sure last time I was here, we was established that you had the porn addiction. Oh, it comes yeah. up. It comes up Defensive. at least once every episode. You know. Um. So I have uh, I have something interesting for you guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. So I love Japan just as much as anybody, but the creepy shit that they do there is fucking weird, right? Oh yeah. So a dwindling aging population and low youth uh, retention rate in Nagaro, Japan, has left behind a shrinking village. Artist Ayano Sukayumi reportedly moved back to her hometown to find the lessened local population. In response, she created life-size dolls to replace around the village to give it a sense of life. <laughs> Alas, Obscura reports there are now at least 350 toy citizens inhabiting the village. Wow. That's fucking weird. We need to go. I, yeah, I already wanted to go to Japan. That's so. my dream trip. Like, okay, so it's settled. Mario World, Haunted Village, like, The yeah. Japan uh, Disney World sounded pretty dope, too. And the Suicide Forest. Yeah. That. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, no, there's a lot of cool okay, shit. So what you guys need to do is, when you go to Japan, record your podcast within the forest at night. Oh, God. Ooh, I, you know, I'm actually thinking about that when we go hunting for Bigfoot. Recording a podcast. Recording the episode while, while we're, we're out there. So, what is your what is your plan for that exactly? Are you ca- tent camping? Are you tent camping? Yes. Okay. We're gonna hike in, set up camp, and just look for Bigfoot. Go butt. looking for Bigfoot during the day and uh, tell scary podcast stories at night. Okay. I think that sounds that sounds really good. The setting yeah. would be really nice. Well, that's what I was thinking. Um. Obviously, the hard part is going to be recording at night. Yeah. Um, because to take 
all of this equipment with us and have a way to power said equipment. Yeah, because I have a generator, but you probably don't want the sound of the generator. Uh, right, yeah, well, and backpacking over it. backpacking in, you really don't want to... Yeah. Well, I mean, so you wanna you're, you're wanting to backpack all the way in. Well, you well, don't want to have I, it where you... Because you, you and thinking, me both have a truck. Even trucks can only get you so far. Well, yeah, but... But I'm just saying, where how far has been you sighted, wanna you want to be... In the forest, like yeah, in the deep, yeah. I think there's areas where we can get our trucks. That yeah, I'm, I'm all sure, right. I'm sure there is. Uh, well, we're gonna look at it some more. I, this plan is still coming together. I was actually looking at camping gear today. Actually, oh, were you? Yeah, on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, um, a foldable shovel. You know, there's a there's a, it's funny because there's a recently uh, within the last year or two. There was migrated wolves that just migrated into the Wenatchee Forest that oh, were yeah. spotted. Yeah, we we are definitely not going unarmed. <laughs> okay, is that what you're thinking though, Wenatchee Valley Forest? Yeah, up in up in the Wenatchee Valley Forest. Too. Okay, because that's the, yeah, that's one of the sightings. Yeah. Well, I know, but okay. Now um, we just need to. I'll, we're just gonna I, do some research and see which area is he, is heavy in sightings, and that's where we want to go. Well, I mean, so what I would be interested in is find out if like Mount Rainier mm -hmm. is heavy in Bigfoot sightings because it's all. I know it's also heavy in uh, UFO sightings too. Yes, it is. They it is in Bigfoot as well. Okay, or at least it used to be. Yeah, so I that, know because be there was a cool. long then you time got Bigfoot and UFO. There was a long time theory out there that uh, Bigfoot's an alien, in which case that's why you can't find him. Or the remains. Or the remains because he's an alien. And a lot of times uh, used to be that they could correlate a UFO sighting within X amount of miles of a Bigfoot sighting in the same weekend. So, like, <clears throat> here's here's my plan. All right, we're deep in the forest. We're just hanging out. No eating. gay shit. Huh? No gay shit, of course. <laughs> and we're just we're just chilling. And then we, we get up, we start hunting. I'm gonna put on a Bigfoot suit with lipstick and, and a dress and I'm gonna go out and do my mating call dance. Oh yeah. And just gonna go auga, auga. <laughs> nice, it. nice man, nice. I got it. We I did like it. we attract Bigfoot. As long as he's the one dressed up as the girl Bigfoot, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You gotta play the sexy music. Put we'll some make Nelly sure on. That we are uh, heavily armed. Yeah, um, I, I don't have a gun. Well, we'll make sure that at least two out of three have a gun. That sounds good mm. to me. Yeah, I don't know if my gun could take out a Bigfoot. You know, but it should be enough to um, deter, I yeah. think. Deter or at least distract long enough for us to run the fuck away. I'm gonna go buy a new Really, gun. all we have to do, Nick, is we just have to shoot Ethan in the legs. Because we just oh, have to outrun you. him. You <laughs> bastard. <laughs> That's just it, right? You just have to run faster than the slowest person. Or if any listeners want to volunteer as tribute. Ooh. We're gonna rub you in bar barbecue sauce. You could come hang out with us, and if a Bigfoot shows up and we have to run away, then sacrifice yourself to save us. And you could be in a live recording. Exactly. Oh, that'd be really cool. That would be really cool if any listeners wanted to go and be in a live recording like that. Listen to us live, tell a story or yeah. two. And I, uh, I got Some my ghost stories about haunted forests, maybe. 
yeah well, and what and what While we could in the force what we could do instead of dragging all this uh, all this equipment out and everything right just hear me out i have uh lavier mics that we can use that mm-hmm. you just clip mm-hmm. onto your shirt and so we just record through the phone yeah 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 i think that's a great idea um yeah. and then you just send it to me yeah i don't want to send it to you well then you're not keep it for myself gosh (laughs) (laughs) anyway Um, so get back on track uh so you have something yeah um i i i don't normal we don't normally do this This is kind of a new thing you don't even know about this (laughs) oh surprises i love it Surprise! surprise um i mean you do know that this happened but you didn't know that we were going to talk about it. <clears throat> My brother-in-law and I went this last Friday. We got kind of... I know it's going to sound kind of gay, but we got matching tattoos. Oh, Yeah. He got... So we got horror-themed tattoos. That's why I thought it would be great to bring up. Yeah. Um, they're knives, as you can see in the pictures here. Um, I got Art the Clown from Terrifier. It's a good one. Classic. And it looks pretty dope, too. And then he got Freddy Krueger. Yeah, there was a slight joke of his being bigger than yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can see in the picture here. But it's because, also, you can see in the picture, I have a lot more ink going on, so it had to get fit into the space. So what you're saying is size doesn't matter. Quantity. As you both look at me with the weirdest <laughs> look. Quantity. Quantity. Oh, okay. So more, more. More is better. More tattoos. <laughs> the better. Yeah. The art. No, I mean, yeah, they're Ethan, really cool. Ethan, I have a question for you. What's your question? What is your opinion on the matching tattoos? I think that's really cool. I I think that... I, I think he's sad that he wasn't invited. Well, I was, I was, I was kind of wondering if he was gonna try and make a gay joke. No, about you guys having matching tattoos because me and him have matching tattoos. Yeah, I know. Why you gotta announce this to everybody <laughs> it, it, in the world? No, I'm just. Kidding. I mean, it's not like we're the only people in the world that have this tattoo. Yeah, you, you thought you were, but no, you're not exclusive. No, there's <laughs> a lot. No, I think that as you guys. As far as I know, I'm the only person in the world that has this tattoo because I came up with this one. Yeah. On my own. Yeah. No. I mine may have recognizable characters, but my artist does his own twist on everything. And I I think that's the most important thing. I like um your guys' tattoos are like good separately. Like they're not necessarily matching, right, right. but they're, they're good on their own. They're, they're matching in the aspect of the their knives and their with horror the, characters. Yeah. With the faces of the character and, and on the And the handles the are the same. You know. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, but I, it's I just not meant, like separately. You can't tell what it is, and yeah, enjoy it. Um, like if you you got a tattoo that doesn't like those people that get like uh, like handshakes or something, you know, like hand holding or or something like that. But I mean, it looks good. <laughs> okay, you're showing me your 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 tattoo, your dragon tattoo with the yin and yang, but that's I feel like that's different because yours would look good separately as it is right together like it looks like equally if not a better together and also separately like i don't know yeah i I see what you're saying some people just get dumb tattoos though um 
yeah I've seen so yeah before. i just wanted yeah. to wanted to share that because i thought you know what a better audience than ours yeah no i get it i think it's a great idea so but now are you ready for the random horror fact yep are you ready Nick? yeah i am got any guesses on what we're gonna be talking about mm-hmm. i've got a guess okay is it about vampires it is not. Oh. Well, then I'm wrong. Done it's random up. for a fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> Only his game is tailored to the topic. Mine's fucking random. Well, I just picked uh, it, it seems like yours is kind of sticking somewhat close. In some episodes, at least. I, yeah, there's a couple. Okay, I think, uh, yeah. There's a couple where it's like... A coincidence. Uh-huh, coincidence. Yeah. You were like, I'm going to do a qu- uh, horror fact on the topic. No, actually, I just Google and start looking, and I find a horror fact that interests me, and I'm like, yeah. You ha- have them set up for the next 12 episodes. Actually, I've been slacking. I've been slacking, and I actually am only on the current episode right now. Uh, because I still don't have a fucking kitchen, and uh, that kind of puts a downer on things. A little bit. Yeah. Anyways, this week's horror fact, we are going to be talking about Candyman. <clears throat> I like candy. It shows. In addition to fall to allowing the filmmakers to cover his bees, his face with bees. Can't even talk today. Jesus Christ. Uh, Tony Todd actually agreed to a film scene in which he had a mouthful of bees. And that, too, was all real. He told TMZ that he wore a dental dam to prevent any bees from sliding into his throat. Which doesn't mean he didn't suffer a sting or two. Or 23, to be exact. Over the course of three Candyman movies, though it might have been worth it, I had a great lawyer, he told TMZ. A thousand dollars a pop. So each time he got stung, he got a thousand dollars. Damn. I'll get stung for that. Yeah. I'm a whore. Um, Madison, too, had to get up and close and personal with those bees. In fact, that almost forced her to pass on the role. When Bernie was first asking me to do the role, I said, Well, I can't. I'm allergic to bees. She told the Horror News Network. He said, No. You're not allergic to bees. You're just afraid. So I had to go to UCLA and get tested because he didn't believe me. I was tested for every kind of venom. I was far more allergic to wasps. So he said, we'll just have paramedics there. It'll be fine. You know, actors, we'll do anything for a paycheck. So fine. I'll be covered with bees. So he had a bee wrangler, and he pretty much told us, you can't freak out around the bees or be nervous or swat at them. It just would aggravate them. They use baby bees on me. They can still sting you, but are less likely. When they put the bees on me, it was crazy because they have fur. It felt like little Q-tips roaming around on me. Then you have pheromones on you, so they're all in love with you and think you're a giant queen. Uh, I really just had to go into the zen sort of place... And the takes were very short. 
What took the longest was getting the bees off of us. They had these tiny, this tiny bee vacuum, which wouldn't harm the bees. After the scene where the bees were all over my face and my head, it took both Tony and I 45 minutes just to get the bees off. That's when it became difficult to sit still. It was cool, though. I felt like a total badass doing it. That's pretty fucking scary. I, I don't know if I'd have the balls to do that. Well, I mean, I guess if you're getting paid an extra $1,000 a pop. Yeah. But is it... He got paid $1,000 for every time he got stung? Yes. So he made $29,000. Uh, $23,000. $20, dollars sorry. Just off of bees. Yeah, fuck. I, I think I would do it. Yeah, I mean... But, how, how, I, I doesn't your face swell I f- up? I feel bad? it. I I feel almost like I would just be like, okay, right at the end, I'm just gonna freak out and try and get stung by as many bees as I can. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I would too. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see. Um, I don't know that I could do with the bees in my mouth though. Yeah, like, that would be. A difficult one to do even with a dental dam i mean that just keeps them from going down the back of your throat but all around in your teeth and your gums yeah, and that w- everything i mean that's just ridiculous i don't i don't know that i could do that what about you dude's got some balls i couldn't yeah that takes balls of steel i think just Feel like yeah no can i play a something else <laughs> yeah like uh no nah no 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 like it, it'd be different if it couldn't hurt you like a different kind of bug i don't know would you do cockroaches i i feel like i'd be i'd be grossed out but i wouldn't be you wouldn't have the fear of getting a r- allergic reaction or something like that like you'd be like okay this is fucking nasty but whatever I don't know about in my no, mouth. No, no, no. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'd be less likely to want to put the cockroaches in my mouth than the bees. Yeah. Let me just stab my tongue on their fucking needles. <laughs> I don't know. Ne- needles don't bother me that much. So. No, I mean, not like, it's right, not, right, it's not yeah. the needle, it's the stinger. I haven't been stung in a while. If I'm getting First paid $1,000 per. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, you know. Piss off the bees on purpose, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would think about it at least. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that, but I, I'm sure there was probably something where he was. they were like, yeah, you can't purposely freak out the bees to get stung. Well, and I don't think that he would have. I think it was just a clause that, you know, I'm doing this with bees. I could get stung. I want something for my, yeah. for my pain. You know, if I get stung, it, it needs to be worth my... Worth your while, yeah. You know, not going to go out of my... I'm sure there was a clause in there that said that he wasn't going to go out of his way to aggravate the bees to get stung. Yeah, because, like, like, I mean, what, there was probably thousands of bees. Yeah. And if he freaked out and got stung thousands of times... Yeah. It's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. (laughs) Just at the end, the very end of shooting, be like, just start freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just did I get the money? <laughs> just all, can't talk, all swelled up and shit. Oh god. Oh fuck. So, who's ready to play a game? Not the game, big So we're playing two truths and a lie. 
and this time with an extra person here and we're gonna take the time to go around and I'm gonna let each of you I'm gonna give you each a second to answer and I'll tell you both after you guys answer okay okay but so, I'm right <laughs> we'll see okay so the first <clears throat> truth or is it a lie um, there's a poisonous fruit in South Af South America that if ingested can cause a reaction of your eyes to bleed and internal bleeding uh, follows uh, number two some moths drink human blood a lot uh, and number three the pirates of the caribbean ride at disneyland in the 1960s had real human skeletons oh is it me uh, this no this is just think. you thinking about it for a second uh, if you if you want to think so about that it there's not just dead air space I don't know. Yeah. You guys are staring at me. Looking at you. Take your time, gentlemen. I mean, I'll go first if you want. I've got an idea of what I think is the right answer. Hey, no cheating. <laughs> Both right, of you. Go, go right ahead then if you, okay. you got... So, I'm thinking it is the first one, that the poisonous fruit in South America... Because I feel like I've heard of the moths drinking human blood. I I mean, that could have just been like some kind of myth or something. Or in a movie. And the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, I do know that there was, but I know, also know that he'll change specific things so the date could be different. He said skeletons. I only know of at least one, so that could be it. But I... He does put like, a lot of thought into these yeah, I know. as far as tr I trickery and adds little things like that, like an S to make it plural versus singular. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, that's, that's yeah. what kind of bothers me about that one because like, I, I know I've heard of that, mm -hmm. but I couldn't, couldn't say the date was right. I can't say that it's multiple or not. I mean, right, right. But the fruit thing, it's like... I feel like that one's still, like, too far, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. So is that your, your yeah, answer? Yeah, uh, the fruits, the Kay. poisonous fruits. All right. Um, I definitely agree with you on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, um, that real human skeletons were used. So I'm going to say that's the truth. Um, but here's where I differ. I'm going to say that the moss is the lie. Um, just because there, there's all kinds of poisonous fruits out there, so yeah, that's yeah. my justification for thinking. Well, I'm not denying that there's poisonous fruits. I'm more so the the reaction part is you know, the part that it's like. But it doesn't say when you first. Yeah, it doesn't say when you time it. Or anything, I feel so. like I'm, I'm I'm sticking with the and, and like I said, I feel like I've heard something about moths that drink blood, almost like kind of like a mosquito type thing. Mm hmm. Okay. Like, well, but that could also that could be a myth. I don't know. Who knows? Um. So I'm going with B. Some moths drink human blood. Is my answer. Final answers. That's those are your, yeah, right. All good. Final oh, answer yeah. is A. <laughs> okay. Nick was right. Uncle, you were wrong. Woo. <laughs> so. How much did you pay him? He had no idea about these. I told him he was 
I would let him off on one of the blowjobs that he owed me. Jesus oh, okay. Christ. That makes sense. You <laughs> tell him why he would give you the right up. answer. Let me see that sheet. Is the right answer circled? Yep, it's circled. <laughs> no, it's not. It's quit lying to the audience. Um, so, vampire moths feed on the blood of mammals, including humans. They get sucked uh, blood for up to 50 minutes. Um, and then we, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland uh, um, is iconic, but its history is a little spooky. When the ride was first built in the 1960s, fake skeletons looked, well, really fake. Disney's Imagineers, aka Imaginative Engineers, weren't satisfied, so they reached out to UCLA's anatomy department for the real deal. As technology improved and fake skeletons began to look more authentic, the real skeletons were reportedly given a proper burial so yeah they they used more than just a couple they there was a lot of dead people. yeah that, and that's what i'd heard that there were several skeletons yeah see there, i so. i knew that that there was at least one but i didn't know how and, much do you, and i i f- kind of figured there was probably more than just the one and there but was, like i said i also didn't know for sure and i also couldn't say when exactly the ride was built yeah, um, I didn't know exactly when the ride was built either, but I did know that there were real skeletons. Yeah, and there was a little another spooky theory out there, and a, a, a little bit of a rumor that I was running on. I didn't add it, but I, I did read about it. Um, there were reports of the bride actual seeing things that weren't supposed to be at in the ride. Like there were yeah. like people were seeing like ghosts and people like in the background and shit yeah i I think i i read something like that at one point in time yeah because people were like oh yeah we were trying to see something but there was somebody there and uh they're like hey our friends said that they saw this pirate there and we didn't see it did you move it and they'd be like no pirate existed in that spot yeah or something like that yeah yeah have you ever been on that ride i have did you ever see anything i did not see anything um, well, I mean, aside from the scenery that yeah. is there. <laughs> aside from what you're supposed to see. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did not see anything spooky or unnatural in there. Yeah, but, I mean, after, I here's my thing. That, that was back then is when I was reading the, the rumors and stuff. But like, Yeah, the, the skeletons were, and stuff aren't there anymore. Yeah, so. and they were given a proper burial, so maybe they're that you at rest. Yeah. Hey, fair enough. Dark Disney. Um, so... We started this new thing, the Saturday. Um, we started out kind of like a little little movie club, and we watched the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. What'd you guys think? I thought it was interesting. I'm not gonna. Uh, I personally, I enjoy older movies I, re- I really do we we did a lot more of our own we, we did a lot of goofing and narrating ourselves yes but um all in all though i mean it was a good movie i i liked the scenery and i liked the camera shots and the technology that they had available to them to be able to make that movie was pretty impressive i agree nick i i thought it was an interesting movie i'm not as big of a huge fan of like older movies, especially the older silent movies like that. Um, it's I'm not I don't like reading. Yeah, I think that's what prompted us to start narrating ourselves. Yeah, and going into it. Um, 
but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the acting. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed the, the, the movie itself. The it way just... that they had to act things out and stuff because they're not they know their voices aren't going to be heard. Yeah. I mean, and and the camera angles and definitely the sets. The sets were amazing. Kind of like a Tim Burton-esque kind of feel to them. Definitely. Um Oh, I know I didn't say it, but this movie was from 1920. It was one of the f- one of the earlier movies. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, we have a bonus episode where we've talked about it. Yep, which you guys won't hear until... We li- say so. Until we say so. We'll release the Kraken. Ooh. I know nothing about this. Yeah. Well, it's a special bonus episode. Cool. You have not paid enough money to hear it. He hasn't paid anyway. <laughs> that's, well, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> hey, I, I bought that thingy. Yeah, he he has brought in some uh, decorations. Where's my blowjob? <laughs> you don't get any. <clears throat> Gosh. So. So yeah, no, I think that's going to be something that we're going to be focusing on and doing. Yeah, the, um, it really cool. I posted it on our Facebook page, a link to the scratch-off poster that we're going with. Oh, nice. Um, so any of our listeners, if they want to order and do it with watch us along with us, we're working out the specifics to do a watch party with it. So is this other thing, are you guys going to launch some kind of like Patreon type thing or uh, something else? Or We haven't really talked about a Patreon, but, you no, know. I, I, I wouldn't be opposed. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. It's just something that um, I got this scratch-off poster for Christmas, and I thought, you know, it'd be fun to sit down you know, with other like-minded individuals who love horror movies and stuff and to watch this list because this list starts at 1920 and it goes all the way up to present well at the time that the poster was printed yeah so it's got like the new invisible man on it that's how recent it gets so a couple years yeah yeah so i i'm actually excited for a few of the movies that are on that list yeah nosferatu which is i actually wore a themed shirt for our podcast today I see none of you fuckers did. I was going to. And he told you not to. I wore I wore my own I, I wore my own merch. I'm good. <laughs> no, that if counts. we would have recorded on time I had that shirt on, but then it was dirty. Oh. Because I had already worn it. Well, mm-hmm. snooze you lose. Mm-hmm. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um <laughs> So, are you guys ready? Maybe. What are you trying to do? Rape me? Maybe. Maybe. Don't don't I'll let you know later. Jesus Christ. Oh, you're starting to piss me off, you little pigless son of a bitch. You're damn right you are. <laughs> <laughs> um So yeah, we'll be I think from here on out we'll just be doing a quick little review of each of the movies as we watch them and Start kicking ass and taking names. Giving our thumbs up or thumbs down and recommendations. Okay, well, well, before we before we little end this little thing right here, one out of ten. Just just shout a number. Hmm. I'd give it a solid seven for an old movie. Six. I too was gonna say seven uh, because I agree for the time and everything. Every, 
good movie. Okay, so that's that. I would recommend it. Um, that's what you hear. We recommend. We approve. <laughs> that's right. Fearful thought approved. <clears throat> Stop breaking the studio. I'm not breaking anything. I'm just <laughs> slowly but surely moving <laughs> and breaking. I'll so. show you an earthquake. All right. So, well, um, I guess we can move on to our our stories. Um, yeah. Is that is that me first? Yeah, looks like you're up, buddy. Uh, how many stories you got for us today? I got one. <laughs> you got one? <laughs> I've, been, I've been slacking. Nice, nice. Uh, Nick, y- you said you brought some stories. How many yeah. you got? Um, I have like one and a half-ish. The second story is pretty short. And they're both more so rather than like an encounter type story. It's more so like an origin story type thing. Nice. So our guest put in more effort than you did. Oh, like by it. a half. <laughs> Why by a little bit? I also had a lot less time to prepare than you. Hey, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and I, I, I actually only have one story, but I have some facts and theories to go with my one story. So, okay, little overachievers over here. God, negative Nancy over there. Fucking. God damn it. <laughs> anyway. So, all right. Well, uh, I'm ready to be creeped out. She is extremely creepy. She is scary from her time. And she's here with a fucked up thing. A lot of things that she actually did. We're talking about Elizabeth Bathory. Some say that the Countess Elizabeth Bathory, considered by many to be the world's first worst female serial killer, was the true inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula. After all, legend has it that she bathed in the blood of at least 650 servant girls she had tortured and killed. She was said to be so evil that villagers kept their daughters in hiding for fear that Elizabeth would take them. Her gruesome activities even earned her such names as the infamous lady and the blood countess. This is her story. Ezerbet Bathory, more commonly known in the Western world as Elizabeth, was born in 1560 to one of the most powerful uh, Protestant families in Hungary at the time. she was the daughter of Baron George Bathory, of Baroness Anna Bathory, who were both Bathories by birth. That was a weird sentence. <laughs> Possibly stemming from inbreeding within her family. It is said that from an early age, Elizabeth suffered from seizures, loss of control, and fits of rage. As a child, she witnessed the brutal punishments handed out by her family's officers on their estates. And one anecdote describes a gypsy accused of theft who was sewn up in the belly of a dying horse and left to die her family tree certainly included some disturbed kin as well one of her uncles taught her satanism and she learned about uh, sadomasochism from her aunt elizabeth was married by the time she was 15 years old to count ferenc nadansdi a soldier who would go on to lead the armies of Hungary against Ottoman forces, threatening Central Europe. After her marriage, the countess became the mistress, uh, the mistress of the Nadasti estate, where the couple earned a reputation as harsh masters. Building upon her own cruelty, it is believed that Fenrock 
showed her uh, some of his own ways of punishing his servants. After ten years, Elizabeth gave birth to three daughters and a son. Although the Count participated in his wife's torture activities, it wasn't until the death of her husband in the early 1600s that Elizabeth's true evil came to fruition. She eventually moved to one of her castles at Kashidis in northwest Hungary, now Slovakia, and began surrounding herself with a cohort of servants to help her with her torture practices. Legend has it that one day an attendant girl was brushing Elizabeth's hair when she accidentally pulled too hard and it tugged on a snag in her hair. The countess erupted in anger, jumping up and striking the girl with the back of her hand. The strike was so hard that it made the girl bleed and some of the blood was left on Elizabeth's hand. Later that night, Elizabeth noticed that the skin on her hand where the blood had been looked more youthful than she had seen it in many years. This gave her the idea that if such a small amount of blood could make her hand look so young, then more could restore youthfulness to her whole body. It is said that this is when the madness began and Elizabeth started to bathe in the blood of virgin girls. Young happy women began to disappear from villages near and far, as well as children. Unhappy girls were lured into the castle with the prospect that they would find work but they were never seen again when they arrived they were locked up in a cellar as they awaited torture elizabeth carried out so uh, so much of the torture herself often beating the girls to death sometimes she would sew a girl's mouth shut force her to eat her own flesh or burn her genitals when she was too sick to get out of bed to beat them Elizabeth would order her servants to bring up a girl to her quarters where she would bite their faces and shoulders. In other instances, she would stick needles underneath the girl's fingertips before cutting off the fingers of those who tried to take them out. Soon, Elizabeth began to run out of the young women because she had either already taken them or the villagers had started to hide their daughters out of fear that she would take them. This is when the Countess began to resort to noble girls, a decision that will ultimately lead to her demise. After the murder of one noble girl in 1609, which Elizabeth tried to stage as a suicide, the authorities finally decided to act. During a night raid, officials searched the castle and discovered the dead bodies of young girls everywhere they looked. Some were missing arms and eyes. One body was in the fireplace, not yet fully burned. Elizabeth was taken to trial, and many testified against her, including her servants as well as survivors. One of the servants said that girls were tied up and beaten to death until their whole body was black and charcoal, and their skin battered and torn. One girl suffered from 200 blows before dying. Another servant admitted that she had taken red-hot fire pokers and shoved them into the mouth of one girl. She said she placed her fingers in the mouth of another and pulled until the sides split open. Finally, after hearing countless testimonies of the appalling activities that went on behind the castle walls, Elizabeth and her servants were convicted on 80 accounts of murder, although evidence showed that as many as 650 females may have been killed in total. Her servants were sentenced to death, but Elizabeth was imprisoned for a life in a room of, in her own castle that was boarded up with tiny slits for food and air. Elizabeth lived for three and a half years before she found uh, she was found lying dead 
face down on the floor. After her death, Countess Elizabeth Bathory went down in history as one of the most evil women to have ever walked the planet. And that was it. Wow. She's a fucked up lady. She's, she's pretty oh, fucked yeah. up. Sounds like she had a good uh, good plan, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Live forever. Right? I mean, Stay young forever, at least. Forever young. So, that was a history lesson on a vampire. Not mythically speaking but no i mean for what i saw when i was looking there's different types different theories for vampires yeah that's uh, in the in the sense this is why she's more of a realistic vampire right 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 okay is the fact that for one she bathed in the blood she didn't necessarily drink it but she, because it gave her youthfulness, and vampires being yeah. uh, living for so long and being, uh, what am I trying to say, the youthful for whatever reason, that that the blood gives them power in some right. sense. Uh, number two is the just the sheer fucking raw. Uh, what's the what's a good word to use? Um, just passion out of tormenting all these poor women oh, the passion of tor- to torment yeah yeah no i, I that's a whew. pretty fucked up being quiet over there did uh yeah scare you too much yeah no, i'm super scared right now just speechless no beat me bloody lady <laughs> yeah no i i would definitely uh i would not want to cross between paths with her um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Might be a fun time. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you might come to the end of the road, but it might be fun getting there. Might be fun getting there. I mean, depends okay, on what. Yeah, maybe. Depends on what you like. You know what you're into. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah. Uh, thinking about the great, wonderful time, Elizabeth. No, don't beat me. It's too hard. <laughs> Take that poker out. No. Shove it back in. No, don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> get it, get it. Oh, man. Oh, man. If I could do a woman's voice, I would totally. The fuck was that shit? Exactly. <laughs> Elizabeth just. <laughs> God damn. Smells like Bigfoot's dick. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, that went far. A little bit. So. All right, all right, all right. Cool. So, um, I guess I'm up next. Yes, sir. So I got some uh, vampire facts and theories that I'm going to start out with. The vampire superstition thrived in the Middle Ages, especially as the plague decimated their towns. The disease often left behind bleeding mouth lesions on its victims, which would which to the uneducated was a sure sign of vampirism. Um, sorry, I'm making a f- quick little adjustment here. So you say green mouths was a sure sign? or Did I hear that right? <sighs> the disease often left behind bleeding mouth lesions. Oh, bleeding mouth. I, was I don't like, know how you got green mouth. out of bleeding, but, you <laughs> I, know. I don't know. They both have chewies. 
they got that in part and i was like i i was confused by that i was like wait green green mouth le- wait what's wow. going on <clears throat> salad mouth it wasn't uncommon for anyone with an unfamiliar physical or emotional illness to be labeled a vampire many researchers have pointed to the porphyria i don't even think i'm pronouncing that right but a blood disorder that can cause severe blisters on the skin that's exposed to sunlight as a disease that may have been linked to the vampire legend. Some symptoms can be temporarily relieved by ingesting blood. Other diseases blamed for prompting prompting the vampire myth include rabies and goiter. When a suspected vampire died, their bodies were often disinterred to search for signs of vampirism. In some cases, a stake was thrust through the corpse's heart to make sure that they stayed dead. Other accounts described the decapitation and burning of the corpses of suspected vampires well into the 19th century. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I mean... Rabies would uh, definitely be one of the symptoms that I would suggest of being more realistic and putting mm-hmm. more science into it. I think that that I could see that. But so, yeah. to be like, hey, your kid's a vampire. So uh, here's a stake, here's an axe, and uh, take care of your kid. He's like, I know just he's sick. Ar- I know he's already dead, but uh, yeah. I mean, you play with that corpse. Can't be too careful. Clean up the corpse, <laughs> having a nice funeral. <laughs> ah, just a vampire hunter, just Van Helsing coming around. <laughs> stab, stab, stab! I'm a hero. <laughs> like, You're all welcome. <laughs> he may have been a vampire. You don't know for sure. But now we're safe, regardless. Just digging up <laughs> corpses. Stab! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they would frown upon that if we went over to the cemetery and start just stabbing corpses. Hey. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we would get kicked out of there for sure. I think more than just kicked out. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, we could try it dying to get see, in there. but... I do not condone. <laughs> uh, so vampires have different types of powers. Uh, one is immortality uh, unnatural strength unnatural senses like better sight hearing smell sense of touch taste yeah give it a little licky <laughs> little, little lick of time good old, good old wait uh, and unnaturally fast they're unnatural hero healing some can fly some can shapeshift. Animal control. Some vampires have exercised the ability to control animals, bats, wolves, rats, etc. Telepathy. Uh, telekinesis. And vision. Most vampires have night or heat vision, but there have been instances of blood flow vision. The ability to see blood flow of any living being. That, that's pretty cool cool power i mean yeah, ex- especially if you're one of the the ladies at the blood bank y- you could never miss the vein then but yeah i know exactly where that thing's at Dink. nah they'd still fuck it up just on it, purpose so <laughs> I, as you were telling that story the only thing i can think or telling uh, about him i was just thinking is superman a vampire <laughs> you're telling about that, these powers and i'm like see? i'm like Superman has some of these powers. So we have a new theory. The only issue is that Superman, he, Martian Manhunter. I mean there's issues with your 
your thing though. Superman gets powered by the sun. They die in the sun. I mean, not all. Maybe he's a special vampire. <clears throat> not some, all. Some vampires sparkle in the sun. I was just oh, gonna fuck. fucking yeah, ask if that was one of their bastards. superpowers. We're not. No, that is not one of their superpowers. Fuck Sparkly it. vampires did not make my cut. I'll tell you that much. Sparkly vampires don't belong on this goddamn show. Twilight fans out there, I don't give a fuck. I, like, there ain't no sparkly vampires, and there's no giant timber wolf werewolves. Those are just assholes, okay? With fur. Assholes in jean shorts and fur, okay? And assholes covered in glitter. The gayest vampires ever. And those were the gayest werewolves ever. So you would rather have a Kryptonian super, uh, Kryptonian vampire, right? Yep. Okay. I'm down with that. And and Martian. That's a, that's a pretty good theory. I mean... Their powers kind of well, match up. So I'm currently rewatching <clears throat> Smallville. Are you? So Superman's I, kind of I, nice. I guess Clark Kent. I'm currently rewatching Teen Wolf. He won't fucking watch it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, him? so this is my reasoning behind not wanting to watch it. Okay. I really like to give him shit whenever he suggests a show, and he constantly suggests that show so i can't watch it if and still give him shit about it no you're not allowed to watch it anymore <sighs> no nah, can't watch it it's such a good show he's all i think one of his reasonings before was oh uh, it seems like seems kind of gay it seems seems kind of like too dramatic and everything like that and no, like, i i don't know anything about the show yeah well you know so. what Anyway, um, I've never seen a clip or anything. Although modern science has silenced the vampire fears of the past, people who call themselves vampires do exist currently. They're normal-seeming people who drink small amounts of blood in a perhaps misguided effort to stay healthy. Communities of self-identified vampires can be found on the internet and in cities and towns around the world to avoid rekindling vampire superstitions most modern vampires keep to themselves and typically conduct their feeding rituals which include drinking the blood of willing donors in private some vampires don't ingest human blood but claim to feed off the energy of others many state that they don't need they don't feed regularly they become agitated or depressed so they feed off of your positive vibes, your positive energy, your chakra. So, like, <laughs> depressed vampires? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's kind of funny because they're already gothic. and. <laughs> <sighs> Just give me your blood already. God, let me feed on you. Just let me suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. No, I, um, it's okay. Vampires became mainstream after Dracula was published. Since then, Count Dracula's legendary persona has been the topic of many films, books, and television shows. Given the fascination people have with all things horror, vampires, real or imagined, are likely to continue to inhabit the Earth for years to come. Vampire myths were especially popular in Eastern Europe and the word vampire most likely originates from that region. Digging up the bodies of suspected vampires was practiced in many cultures throughout Europe and it is thought that the natural characteristics of decomposition such as receding gums, the appearance of growing hair and fingernails, 
reinforced the belief that the corpses were in fact continuing some manner of life after death. Also possibly contributing to this belief was the pronouncement of death for people who were not dead because of the constraints of medical diagnosis at the time. People who were very ill or sometimes even very drunk and in a coma or in shock were thought dead and later miraculously recovered. Sometimes too late to prevent their burial. Belief in vampires led to such rituals as staking corpses through their heart before they were buried. In some cultures, the dead were buried face down to prevent them from finding their way out of their graves. Because if they're face down, they, they would dig down as opposed to up. Um, the modern incarnation of the vampire myth seems to have stemmed largely from the Gothic European literature of the 18th and 19th centuries about the time vampire hysteria was peaking in Europe. Vampiric features appeared in 18th century poetry such as Henrik August Ossenfield's Fielder's Der Vampire, 1748, about a seemingly vampiric narrator who seduces an innocent maiden. Vampire poems began appearing in English about the turn of the 19th century such as John Stagg's The Vampire in 1810 and Lord Byron's The Geyer. 1813. The first prose vampire story behind, or story published in English, is believed to be John Polidori's The Vampire in 1819, about the mysterious aristocrat named Lord Ruthven, who seduces young women only to drain their blood and disappear. Those works and all others inspired subsequent material for the stage. Later, in Important vampire stories would include the serial Varney, the vampire. Kind of sounds like Varney. Can you, can you see that big purple dinosaur vampire coming after you? <laughs> Chasing the little children. <laughs> Come here! <laughs> Varney, the vampire dinosaur. It's an unaired episode. I love blood. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Fuck you, little kid. I chew. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah pretty pretty interesting stuff you know the uh, vampire myths there's, there's quite a bit out there it took a little bit to narrow it down you know because I mean you could really go down that rabbit hole oh yeah so are you guys ready for my own personal vampire theory I am I am but I think I have an I, idea I, I know I've touched on this before um, my theory goes back to our first episode where we we're talking about black-eyed kids and then my theory is that black-eyed kids are vampiric in nature due to them needing to be invited inside and that they always show up at night you know sunlight and all um those who are dumb enough to invite these creatures in usually meet ill fate from these kids the reason these children do not look threatening at first is that they are using some sort of hypnosis on their victims to give a false sense of security um they would Want to get into your house or your car, they will be persistent in asking for an invite into your space. Suddenly you will notice something is not all, not quite right about these children. Their eyes, pure black, from lid to lid. Dead, black orbs, devoid of a sclera or iris, will chill you to your core. At this point, you let them in. They start toying with your mind, making you see and hear things. These creatures with pale skin, black eyes, have been reported 
reportedly been seen by hitchhikers, panhandlers, seen all over the place. Uh, they want to enter their home to call their parents or call for help. They're lost, need a ride home. The fact that, you know, they have to be invited to your space, to me, toys with the whole vampire thing, you know, where vampires have to be invited into your house before they can come in. Yeah, that's like the classic um, vampire move. Yeah, and so, and, and they're only ever seen at night. I mean, there's plenty of other creature stories, cryptids, and monsters that are seen during the day. But black-eyed children, only ever at night. I like your theory, and you you had good points to back it up. I I could see that being a possibility, and the fact being that a false sense of security using hypnosis and using it as almost a mask. And in that sense, who's to say if you do invite said children into your home, they're using hypnosis. Who's to say that you're not? getting your blood drained or your or life force if we want to go back to that yeah um i think i think that it has to be a legitimate invite like not under hypnosis oh get inside you know and and the fact that they seem to in in our black eyed kids episode we talked about some of these points um where they seem to communicate with each other telepathically the black eyed kids which is yet another vampire trait to what uh, telekinesis and telepathy. Okay. Mind control. I, I can see that point. And, you know, super speed would be another one for them as to why those who do let them in, all of a sudden they're like, Whoosh. not there. Just gone. Because they super speed sped to a different part of the house or something, you know. Oh, so, you, so your theory back on the first episode, if I remember correctly when you were talking about it you were saying that they okay you you did say super speed i remember this conversation um they super speed to a different part of the house hide so you think that they're just fucking gone and when they go to sleep then they feed yes yes okay that would be that is interesting that was that was one of them yeah yeah Uh, i feel like if i let some random child into my house and then they just disappeared i wouldn't just be like oh well they must be gone (laughs) right i mean i'd be like uh where the fuck did that kid go but of course you also have to be dumb enough to let them in in the first place. well yeah i mean this day and age like i don't know i mean the one story we read uh back in episode one i believe it was episode one where they discussed about well, where's your cell phone? And they're like, it's dead. But they like took a long time. It, it, in my mind, when you were telling the story, it sounded like they're taking a long time to formulate their why. Because yeah. if they're vampiric, they could be very old and may not be all hip on all the new technologies and stuff. I could see that, you know. And so they had to think of a quick why between each other because if I remember right in the story you said they the two black eyed kids turned and they looked at each other and then turned back and said yeah it was it was an awkward pause in the story and and to me that was uh, them thinking of their why as to why they couldn't use their cell phone I think that's a very good point right there 
I don't know. I like that theory. Uh, the more that you talk about it, and the more shit that you have to back it up, I think. I think it's. It, it's not definitive, but it's it's. I could. It's probable. Like I. I could see it. If if anything, I still believe extraterrestrial, but that's just me. But well, I. So so what happens if two vampires get it on and have a baby? Do they are the. That is that where black eyed children come from? That could be where black eyed children are they, are come from. Are they just are they just baby vampires trying to grow up in a hard world? It's a hard world. It's a hard knock life. <laughs> and maybe their maybe their growth time because they age so slowly takes them forever to get from kid to adult. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. It's like Yoda's species. Yes. How how the child is. Uh, 50 years old but he looks like an infant yeah yeah jesus i can see that um and i have included pictures of black eyed children in my little presentation here so they're in here it's almost like a throwback uh i also included pictures of different vampires different images of vampires uh you will probably notice when seeing this i know you can't see it right now but um i did include picture of eric northman from True Blood. Oh, nice. Um, it's kind of a better looking vampire, you know. A chick pleaser, if you would. Oh, so you're just trying to get the ladies back. Yeah, whatever works, man. Um, also, there's um, David from the Lost Boys on here, too. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good one. I also included a black vampire. Why'd you bring race into it? <laughs> just just so people... You know, gotta have some inclusion. It's oh. exactly that's okay. what I'm going for. See, okay. There's even female vampires. I was about to ask: Is there any female vampires? Yes, there is. What there's about, even a comic what, book female vampire. What about Asian vampires? Well, that guy could be Asian. We don't know. He's deformed. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why are you assuming this shit? <laughs> I oh, don't worry. I wasn't don't assuming. Worry. I, I, I do this have Asian German. vampires. This one's German. <laughs> You just got pictures off the internet, and you were like, I just looked up German vampires, and this is what it is. My, that guy mine could are be specifically Asian. Asian. <laughs> well, that's funny. Um, well, I mean, I'm I, just giving you shit. I got Bram Stoker's Dracula on here, I got uh, Vampirella. You're missing the most amazing vampire that's new that's coming out. And I did not include Morbius. I did not say Morbius. I, I was not going to say that. You're missing, and I'm sure some of the fans are agreeing with me right now, the most amazing, voluptuous woman ever to come to this earth. Big, tall lady, Lady Dimitriscu. I want her to step on me so bad. Step on me, tall lady. Do it now, <laughs> just for the love of God. Yeah, she's from the new Resident Evil 8. She's a tall oh, her. vampire yeah, yeah. lady her, with her. big old titties. Yeah, we covered that in our, our game. I know. I know, episode. but you, you yep. forgot to put her... Well, you could have brought in some pictures and had them put on here, but you I failed. know, but you're just, so you're just you're, putting all these other vampires. Whatever. She was a video game, and we had already discussed her previously, so I... We already discussed black-eyed children previously. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but they, they tie into my theory. My theory is about the black-eyed kids, so... Okay, It's fair. relevant. Okay, 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 fine, fine. God. Um, do you ever see Vampirella? Yeah, I did. I've also seen Stripperella. <laughs> Not a vampire. 
Not a vampire, but a great yeah. show. Anyway. Man, Jesus. So, I have my story. My story is about Mercy Brown. Mercy Brown may rival Count Dracula as the most notorious vampire. Unlike Count Dracula, however, Mercy was a real person. She lived in Exeter, Rhode Island, and was the daughter of George Brown, a farmer. Edwin Brown was wasting away for the better part of two years. He grew increasingly thin and weak. His tuberculosis ravaged the once strapping young man in March 1892. Edwin struggled to breathe as he continually coughed up blood. He sought a cure in the rare field, rarefied air and mineral waters of Colorado Springs, Colorado. But the 18-month trip offered no healing powers and only left him homesick for a small town in America's tiniest state. Edwin Brown returned home to Exeter, Rhode Island, where his father tilled the soil as a Yankee farmer. George Brown had watched helplessly as a disease known as consumption took the lives of his wife, Mary Brown, in 1883, followed by his 20-year-old daughter, Mary Olive, six months later. While his only son grew weaker and weaker in the winter of 1892, tuberculosis also took his 19-year-old daughter, Mercy Lena Brown, who passed away after a year of sickness on January 19th, 1892. The disease that took three members of George Brown's family was the top killers of its time in the 18th and 19th centuries, particularly in New England. Tuberculosis e passed easily between people in close quarters, which is why it tended up to sweep through entire families such as the Browns. While the disease was all too common for the townspeople of Exeter, what happened next certainly wasn't. In 1892, tuberculosis was still poorly understood. It was widely known what caused the disease or how it spread. Doctors were unable to explain the wave of sickness washing over George Brown's family, but relatives and friends thought they knew where they could find the cause, six feet under. With medical science failing to help Edwin Brown, distraught Exeter residents turned to superstition and supernatural in a desperate attempt to save his life. 200 years after the Salem Witch Trials, a vampire hysteria gripped the New England town. A group of Exeter residents believed that Edwin's mother, or one of his sisters, may be undead. Caught between heaven and hell, and sucking the life out of him from beyond the grave. Which meant the cure could rest with their bodies. With the extremely reluctant blessing of George Brown, who at first discounted the vampire theory, his relatives and neighbors visited the Brown family plot in the town's Chestnut Hill Cemetery on March 17, 1892. In the small graveyard behind the town's Baptist church, they exhumed the bodies of Mary Brown and Mary Olive Brown. They opened the caskets, as would be expected, found only their bones inside. The townspeople then turned their attention to the casket of Mercy Brown, who had died eight weeks earlier. Accounts differ as to whether Mercy's body had already been buried or if it was resting 
in a crypt until the ground could thaw and undertakers could grave, you know, dig the grave because they don't have backhoes. Lazy fuckers. <laughs> However, when the lid was lifted off of Mercy's coffin, her body was found on her side, her face appeared flush, and there was blood in her heart and in her veins. Dr. Harold Metcalf, who had raised his objection to the entire affair, assured everyone that the lack of decom decomposition of Mercy's body was perfectly consistent with the fact that she had been dead for less than two months. Knowing that medicine had done nothing to save the Browns, the people of Exeter ignored the doctor's proclamations and took the presence of fresh blood in Mercy's heart as a sign that she was undead. They gathered firewood and kindling on bonfire pile near rocks, on nearby rocks. Then they cut out Mercy's heart and lungs, cremated them on the pyre. They returned to Edwin Brown's house with the ashes of his dead sister's heart and mixed them in water. Edwin consumed the concoction, but the tuberculosis continued to consume him. He died two months later on May 2nd, 1892. This is not the first time the folk remedy of the burning of the organs of the dead and mixing the ashes into an elixir for the sick had been tried in Rhode Island, even in Exeter. In 1799, the townspeople exhumed the body of Sarah Tillingast, suspected, suspecting her of being a vampire. Uh, there were 18 documented instances of the exhumation of family members in suspected vampire cases throughout New England in the 18th and 19th century, but the case of Mercy Brown would not be the last. After digging up Mercy Brown, the townspeople buried her heartless body into the ground of Chestnut Hill Cemetery, where, under a weathered tombstone, she now rests in peace. Oh shit. Bunch of fucked up people. <laughs> oh yeah. Cut out her heart, cut out her organs. <laughs> Burn them. No, drink them. That's so fucked up, especially to the father. It's just like, I just lost my whole family. No, drink it. Drink it out. Do it. Drink your family. They will forever be with you. Yeah. God damn, they were more fucked up than they were in the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, man, that's grody. It's just those, those different... Um, theories and stuff you know that people had back then and their lack of understanding for science and whatnot well and i mean we still kind of see that with oh, certain things today you're not alluding to the uh, infamous pandemic i you? i'm not even talking about that specifically <laughs> i'm just talking about a lot of things over the years just i mean you mean you know. that there's 52 genders well, that flat earthers, Fucking hollow earthers, earthers. Flat moon landing hollow deniers, earthers. flat hollow earthers. I like it. What? No, there's flat earthers and hollow earthers. I'm sure there probably are people that think that. Uh, yeah. There's people who think the moon is flat. Hmm. I could see that. Somebody's little job. On, they have the moon on a stick, and they just like slowly move it. Yeah, so the giant I mean, pops. I, I mean, stick. I because I wasn't gonna bring up the pandemic just because the, the sun is a flashlight just suspended. Jesus Christ! We're really just in one big movie studio. I mean, we could be. I don't know. 
<laughs> but yeah, there there's a lot of things going on today that there are, and those who believe and disbelieve in the pandemic. Yeah, um, exactly. Each to their own, I guess. Except for those flat Earth fuckers. <laughs> the Earth is I mean, fucking round. Uh, there are specific things where when people deny them, it does kind of piss me off. But I mean, specific things, I'm like, okay, it's not really hurting anyone. Specific other things, I'm just like, you're a piece of shit for denying that. Well, yeah, it, and I'm more so sp- alluding to like Holocaust deniers and um, the Turkish government for uh, the Armenian genocide and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, you're kind of a piece of shit. Say hi to Turkey because we have people in Turkey. Let's Hello, Turkey. <laughs> well, your we, government sucks. You mean we had people in Turkey that was? Well, I'm we saw sorry people in Russia. And I- sucks. <laughs> oh, right, right. That 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 one I thought for sure would get us for Russia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, on that note, um, I think it's time that we take a short little sponsor break. Take it away, anchor. More here. And welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Oh, you're still with us. Holy shit, I thought we disappeared. <laughs> Hello. Never would have guessed. I mean, he's I mean, super quiet just during our stories. Well, excuse what, did, me. Did we bore you to death? Maybe you did. Fucker. Ouch. <laughs> Why you got Well, hurt? Now, now we know who's being voted off the island. <laughs> <laughs> you. <That's him. laughs> Nick, do not get a tiki torch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Um, so you're up, buddy. Uh, it's your turn to tell some stories uh, or whatever you got there. Yeah, so it's, it's more so an origin story type thing, like I was saying before. Um, so my first one is about the... What, 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 what are you doing over there? <laughs> touching touching <laughs> oh, things. Man. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, so my first one is about the Jiangxi, which is a Chinese hopping vampire or hopping zombie. Is Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, uh, so it's because they don't walk. They hop. So is it a frog? Uh, no. It's a toad. It it is it is it is not your mom. No. Uh, actually, there is an explanation for why they hop that I will get into. All right. Well, uh, we'll I'll stop interrupting and let you get into it. Okay. So. The world is filled with monsters, both real and imaginary. Common beasties such as ghosts, vampires, werewolves, and zombies have existed in the human imagination for a millennia. But some creatures are more obscure than others. While these from China, Taiwan, Japan, and and other Asian nations may be familiar with the lore of the Jiangxi, many Western audiences are dangerously ill-informed. The Jiangxi are undead humans that have hunted, fed from, and infected the living for thousands of years. They are unique in that they do not walk, stumble, or stagger. They hop. Now, a hopping vampire might seem absolutely hilarious, but the Jiangxi are excellent jumpers. 
That This means that they can suddenly appear before you or behind you. Or if you're someone who hates surprises, then you'd hate to meet a Jiangxi. Surprisingly, these creatures aren't the result of ancient evil forces. Rather, they were created by the same people who came to fear them. The story begins over 2,000 years ago, before the unification of China. Uh, Qin Shi Huang, the first emperor of China, uh, was still in the process of conquering the Chinese states when the Jiangxi were born. It is entirely possible that without Qin Shi Huang's war of unification, these hopping vampires would have never come to exist. You see, the Jiangxi were once living, breathing, thinking human beings. Warriors deployed to maintain state borders and fight off Qin Shi Huang's forces often traveled far from home. Many died in battle. Their, their families could not afford to have their bodies sent home, which was extremely stressful. To attain some kind of closure and possibly the body of the lost, their lost loved ones, the common people turned to Taoist priests. Uh, the priest would perform a sacred ritual to contact the body and soul of the deceased. They would then give the dead person a, sp a specific set of instructions to allow them to return home. Because of rigor mortis, which, ca which causes the body to become very stiff and inflexible, these priests encourage the dead to hop their way back to their loved ones. In fact, Jiangxi literally translates into stiff corpse. These living dead seem to be pretty innocent, at least at first. So how did they become vampires? It's highly unlikely that any of the original Jiangxi ever returned home to their families. Grieving families who had placed their trust in the local priests didn't lose faith after their loved ones remained lost. Instead, they assumed that something had gone terribly wrong during the ritual. In their eyes, the dearly departed family members had reanimated, but they had lost the good part of their soul. An undead creature that has lost all of its kindness and grace can only be pure evil. Consequently, the vampire-like Jiangxi that we know and fear today was born only able to move around during the night. These beings represented the fear of death, the unknown, and the dark. They could be created through a violent death or suicide or improper burial or a late burial. Unlike the vampires of Eastern Europe, Jiangxi could not escape from their graves. Instead, they were the product of neglect. One can only imagine how many corpses lined the early roads of fi and fields of ancient China during uh, Qin Shi Huang's wars. These poor souls that remained unburied transformed into Jiangxi during the night. This was accomplished through energy absorption. Moonlight and starlight shining down on an unburied body would become vital energy and the body would consume that the body would consume allowing them to reanimate. Now you know how these hopping vampires were created and why they hop. But would you recognize one if you saw one? Chances are you wouldn't. The description of Jiangxi's appearance varies greatly. However, there are few commonalities across all sightings. Jiangxi tend to retain their human form, but they have pale white-green skin. Some may even be able to transform into floating balls of light to help them lure victims in which the anglerfish uses bioluminescence to lure prey. 
Uh, Jiangxi's hair may be white or green, just like their skin. Their mouth is full of sharp, um, serrated teeth like teeth like a shark uh, some are said to have long thick fingernails that cannot be broken or split these these nails may it's okay. <laughs> these nails may also be sharp enough to cut stab or impale a victim as Jiangxi's breath is so horrifically bad that some believe a single breath in your face can kill you. A strange glowing green mold seems to take hold of many Jiangxi, allowing them to glow slightly. In a few accounts, the monster kind of looks like Gene Simmons of the rock group Kiss. It has a long tongue, big bulging eyes, and a gaudy costume. Of course, instead of black leather or spandex, the Jiangxi are known known to wear clothing that dates back uh, to the Qing dynasty. Uh, though the Jiangxi were well equipped for murder, it doesn't often cause immediate or noticeable physical harm to their victims. Unlike vampires, or, or it, do, that it does not subsist on blood. And unlike zombies, it has no craving for human brains or flesh. Instead, the Jiangxi feeds on energy. Also referred um, uh also referred to chi in many western countries it is a person's vital life force without it a person immediately dies naturally it's a jiangxi's favorite snack luckily being dead isn't the only only way to avoid contact with these with the uh, jiangxi there are a handful of methods that can help you survive an encounter and some seem easier or more convenient than others for example you could decide to drop a bag of solid gr solid gold coins on the floor to escape a jiangxi's grasp the shiny coins that scatter across the ground will cause the hopping vampire's OCD to flare up, and there will they will it will have to stop and count the coins. However, this is an expensive solution. An easier or more efficient solution is to hold a Taoist symbol in one's forehead to one's forehead. As long as the symbol is held against the head, a Jiangxi will be unable to hop away. But perhaps the more practical way to avoid an encounter with a Jiangxi is to avoid walking the streets late at night. Um, this is also a great way to avoid getting mugged, assaulted, or worse. In fact, a Jiangxi may simply be a kind of cautionary metaphor for the criminal acts that often occur on dark, poorly lit streets or country roads. So the Zhangji, am I saying that right? Uh, I'm not for sure. I looked up a pronunciation, and it seemed like it was Jiangxi. Okay. Um, but I mean. Okay. No, fair. Go Google could be completely wrong. So. Yeah, Google could be fucking that up. The Google, Google Translate. Um. So I wrote down a few things. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was just, I, I kept seeing you like, sorry, like moving around. I'm like, what the fuck are I'm these? Sorry, I, did, no, I, I was no, not no. intending on uh, distracting you. What fucker um, was asking you what episode we should do next? And he was holding up a piece of paper. I tried so hard to be quiet, and he's all like, and then the the second line he wrote, fucking vampire frogs or some shit like that. Frog vampires. Yeah, I wasn't sure well, if like you guys were trying to get me to like talk louder or what was going on. And no, I'm no. like, so I I actually turned your mic up. That was one like gesture that I was trying to do to you know, um, 
because I noticed that it wasn't quite very loud. So it's I, okay. I, I cranked yours up just to yeah, so people can hear you a little bit better. No, and then one other note I made was uh, OCD shark frog zombies. OCD shark frog <laughs> zombies. Yes, because you said shark like teeth and yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm envisioning this humanoid shark person with shark teeth and black eyes like black eyed kids mm-hmm. see I'm tying, I'm tying it all together God, <laughs> with, you are with with frog legs and some really bad OCD well so they don't have frog legs they do have regular like Wait, in my mind they have frog legs no okay yes that that's my new movie <laughs> that's my movie ID leapfrog gone wrong <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ come on now I mean gotta admit that'd be pretty terrifying a humanoid shark figure with frog legs blacked out eyes i don't know and they're just hopping down the street after you okay terrifying thing you're you're just walking down the street and then all of a sudden you just hear a hop and then you're like what the fuck is that and you turn around (laughs) and it's like right there behind you exactly he gets it movie idea i'm telling you We'll make millions off it. I mean, fuck, if people could make all kinds of money off of sharks at a tornado... Yeah. Nothing's off limits. Oh, fucker, you like that movie. <laughs> oh, I'm not complaining. I love that movie. Sharknado's fucking awesome. <clears throat> oh, B-movies. You know, everybody gives it so much shit, but yet there's like five of those fucking movies. I thought there was more than that. Is there more than that? I, 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 don't, I know don't know for sure. I've never actually seen any of them. I just thought there was more. I know that there's at least four. Um... But that's what kills me. You know, people knock them, but yet, if people didn't watch them, they wouldn't yeah. keep making them. They'd be like, oh, well, that one flopped, so scoot it, sweep it under the rug. Next. <laughs> you know. So I'm telling you, my OCD shark frog zombies. Okay. That's going to be the, the next big thing. Okay. Well, I do I do still have one more story that uh, maybe you can get some inspiration from them. I'm, I'm writing down, yeah. You're writing all these down. Yeah, I'm writing down my movie ideas here. I'm trying to share them with him, and he's not taking them seriously. He's laughing at my movie ideas. I'm not laughing at your movie ideas. I'm laughing that you're all like, cult e- episode next. <laughs> or whatever this episode next did. Like, I was just Yo, like, so I'm trying to multitask a little bit. Okay, I am listening to your story, obviously, because I got sure. shark frog zombies. <laughs> I don't know. He seems to have more information about my story than you do. I didn't <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. I shark, was being nice. Shark, frog, zombie, I, vampire. I don't know. With All I know is I, I, I just can, trap them can with see out of the corner. See out of the corner of my eyes. You guys all waving stuff around. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's going Play on back there? Man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nick. Moving on. <laughs> right. Tell us your next story. We're ready. Okay. So my next story does not come from China. It comes from Japan. Um... So the this one I forgot to look up a pronunciation on it, so I am probably going to be way off. It's not like we've been yeah, spot no, on every yeah, time, yeah, anyways. But so I, I'm just know, appreci- I'm, we appreciate that at least our guest is trying harder than we are to pronounce things. Yeah, I, I I'm just given a fair warning that yeah I'm probably going to be way off on this. I don't speak Japanese, <laughs> so it's the newer Anna. Or Nerona or something. I don't know. Um, meaning wet woman. Uh, 
a vampiric sea serpent who haunts shores and rivers looking for humans to eat. They are most commonly found on the shores of Kyushi, Kyushi, uh, but there are stories of the Nurana and of Nurana encounters as far north as uh, Nigati or as far east as Fukushima. Uh, while physically much stronger than a human, Nirana performs to use trickery to catch their prey. Rather than relying on brute force, they most often appear on the coast near the water or by a riverbank, magically disguising as a distressed woman carrying a bundle up, bundled up a baby. They cry out for help from fishers, sailors, and anybody passing by. When the prey approaches, the Nurana will plead with him to hold her baby for just a moment so that she can rest. If he agrees and takes the bundle, it quickly becomes as heavy as a boulder, and her victim is unable to move. The Nurana is then free to attack her helpless victim, breeding or feeding feeding by draining his blood with her long serpentine tongue. Nirana frequently appears together appears together and cooperates with the Ushiona Oni, and they inhabit the same environment and share the same diet. Uh, there are two variations of the Nirana, one without arms, which resembles an enormous sea serpent with a woman's head, and one with human-like arms. Aside from this difference, the two varieties look and act exactly the same in exactly the same manner. Their faces are hideous and often um, betray serpent-like uh, features, such as a forked tongue. Uh, they have long black hair which sticks to their dripping bodies and then the name comes from the fact that they always appear sopping wet and like I said this one was a shorter story so that's all on that there was a lot more information but I just I didn't have a lot of time well that's fair well no actually that was an interesting story uh, I've seen some of the pictures of her and she, I would have loved to have seen some of the pictures of her. Well, I did have pictures. <laughs> Someone forgot to bring them. Huh. Sounds like pretty good planning. Hey, hey, they, the viewers won't know it. I'll edit all this shit in. Don't worry. <laughs> so, so, so I, I, I add. What he's it. saying is you're going to have to watch this on YouTube yeah, that's what to see the pictures. Usually I just listen to it. Well, you're going to have to watch it now. Yeah, apparently. If you so. want to see the pictures. Yeah, I'm going to have to now. Or you can listen to it and then we'll and, watch it again later. All of our listeners are going to have to watch it on YouTube, too. So they check out all of our cool pictures that we put up with all of our videos. Oh, yeah. Because there's quite a few of them out there. Um, so I added to my, my vampire story. Okay. Um, so picture this. It's an OCD serpent shark frog vampire zombie. They eat babies while counting their toes and licking up their toe jam with forked tongues. <laughs> the fuck is wrong what? with you? That's the only thing I gotta say. <laughs> Some nasty shit going on. God okay, then. damn it. Uh, come on. Come on. You ain't buying any fucking blockbuster seeds going to that. I don't know. I got a movie idea. I just have to write it. I mean... I don't have to be... It doesn't have to be a big blockbuster like a Sharknado. That's true. You just get on a streaming service and then, uh, boom. 
Hey, Shutter. <laughs> Everybody starts talking about this uh, this movie, and then it becomes popular because people are talking about it. Sharknado isn't popular because it's a phenomenal piece of artwork. It's popular because so many people have watched it and recommended their friends, like, dude, you, 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 you just got to watch this fucking film. Sharks in a fucking tornado. Like, it's so stupid. It's, it's so good. stupid. You're going to laugh your ass off all the way through it. And that's why it became popular. Okay, but do you have a sequel to your movie yet? I'm working on it in my head right now. Okay. Find a date. <laughs> uh, um, so I don't know if I've ever told you, but I do have a movie idea. I do have my sequel ready, too. I just have to, you know, write them. And I did start on the first one. Nice, nice. Yeah. It's, it's not... It's not, a, it's not like paranormal or uh, cryptid or anything so hey. but idea is an idea did, speaking of paranormal did uh, ethics here tell you some of the stuff we experienced the last time we no I didn't holy shit it was weird there was some weird shit going on in, in, that in oh in this studio or yeah, yeah. Oh, in, with, in with this in, a, oh, in the okay. studio with your mic that you're currently using okay we believe it is now haunted that's why it's yours to use okay it's cursed um that, that, that's cool super weird we were talking about haunted objects um i don't know if you've listened to that one i yet. have not yet hmm <laughs> anyways <laughs> it, <laughs> we, were, we were telling some pretty good stories in there and uh Took a quick little sponsor break like we do. Come back and um, there was nothing but static coming from that microphone. Okay, like it was super loud static and we could not figure out Nothing why. was wrong with the mic. Nothing was unplugged. I checked we, the whole he mic. He unplugged it, plugged it back in. We checked the settings, everything. And all it would produce is static. Huh. And then... Kind of creepy. And then while we were... Um, telling stories and stuff, I kept seeing stuff like out the corner of my eye, move like movements, and I'm like, "There's nothing." I mean, you see, you see yeah. our studio. There's nothing. There's not even a big fan or anything. Yeah, to that could potentially blow anything around. We have a heater going, but it's way up there, and there, you know, th there's nothing for it to blow around. Yeah. So it was kind of weird. And we yeah. kept hearing noises. Off yeah. and on. It, yeah, it was just a weird. creepy, weird episode. Okay. Like, I, I don't know. You know, I hear that you hear that saying, though. The the more you talk about something, the more that you attract it. I don't know. I you mean, invite it in. I've talked, it, talked about a lot of it in my house. And oh, I know. I, I get a little jokester. Still nothing. Um, Fuck you, demon. <laughs> the only thing I've seen is Fuck the red eyes in the corner of my room. And... Well, wow. Yeah, that's why they say you should cleanse your house. I don't want to. Well, I don't want to. Yeah, you might not want to. I'm just saying, in general, I'm waiting for that. When, when you deal with those kinds of things, you should cleanse your house so you have a nice, inviting atmosphere. I'm waiting for a demon to show up. Give you some fucking superhuman healing powers or some shit. Oh, maybe I'm waiting for a succubus. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind of demon to fuck you to death. If I have to encounter a demon, why not be the sex demon? Well, this is true. This is true. I mean, you're going to dream very big, right? 
<laughs> go big or go home. It's just like shadow people. If they're around, I mean, at least they can do is take care of things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they're going to wake me up in the middle of the fucking night, at least make it worth my while. Exactly. <laughs> See, he gets it. Yeah, he I mean, does come care. on. And you're just over there like... I, I'm just being polite. That's all I'm doing. He's over here like, woo! <laughs> right? Yeah, No, you guys can't see this shit, but he's like partying it up over there. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, yeah, I don't it, know. Put your clothes back on. Hey, hey, I'm not naked yet. <laughs> well, don't be naked. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah, he keeps, he keeps trying that every time we film or record. He's like... I know what you're talking about, Mr. Rub My off. Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, I'm have I done story? it once this whole episode? I have not seen your nipple one time today. Exactly. You have it, but see? I sure as fuck have. How how did you see it, but he didn't? I didn't mean this episode. Are you claiming episode. that he's in a different room? Like, he's not even here with us? He's a fucking figment of our imagination? He could be. Yeah, this is just a mannequin stand-in. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. With a little with speaker. A speaker. <laughs> exactly. I like how you made the uh, gesture for blowjob when we said speaker. Cool. No, I, I meant like <laughs> You're the train like onto the microphone. <laughs> but, you know, blowjob, speaker, same thing, yeah. right? Mm, Not no. much of a speaker when you got a dick in your mouth. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh. well i think we've had a fun episode this week for sure we sure have you know tightened your nipples didn't it <laughs> it did just a little bit um and just to touch base back on to at the beginning of the episode if you have an idea for a future episode make sure you go to anchor.com and leave us a voice message on what you want to do or go to with to the facebook page for the fearful crew join it Post something that you want uh, maybe said on there, and uh, we'll screenshot that shit and bring it on the show. If do you it. want. Yeah. Do, do it. it now. Yeah. You know. So, be careful walking around late at night when the stranger seems to be following you, or the super nice guy at the bar who keeps eyeing you, because you never know if they just think you're cute or your food. <laughs> and no matter what, when in doubt... Never, ever invite them in. So sleep tight. Don't let the vampires in. And always Always be be mindful mindful of your your fearful fearful thoughts. thoughts. Thank you, everybody.